Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Star Sound Speaks. This is Irliana Samsara of Star Sound Astrology. And today we're going to talk about this new moon, which is just about to occur in Scorpio, 20 degrees. Very, very dynamic, very intense, very powerful. Sounds, feels a little scary at first, but I'm going to walk you through this in this video. We're going to talk about how we can receive the, the potential and all of its blessings, because it, it there are some outrageous um, possibilities and potentials that are available to us if we can open to receive them. So I'm going to show you in this video two things. One is the features of this eclipse and walk us through the archetypes and the energies that are associated with it. And then the second half will be remedies, actual hands-on things, tools that we can use to effect the transformation that we all so desire. So for those of you who haven't met me, I practice uh, traditional or Hellenistic astrology blended with modern archetype, and uh, I use whole sign houses. So, all right, so let's get started. All right, so in this particular uh, situation, we've got the moon, this is a late degree of Scorpio, it's 20 degrees of Scorpio, 43 minutes, and it is exactly 427 a.m. Monday, November 13th and adjusted for your time zones. I'm using Eastern Standard Time. Um, why is this moon so intense, this new moon in Scorpio? Well, Mars is combust. It's right next to the sun. And it's in domicile. It's one of his home signs. So there's a very intense feeling. Uh, Mars's energy in domicile is extremely strong signature. I know we've already been feeling it. Especially, I mean, certainly all of us, this applies, but if if you happen to have any sun, moon, or planets, or your rising sign within like 17 to 23 degrees of fixed signs, so Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, or Taurus, this will definitely be a, an extra dynamic um, new moon for you. Um, anyway, we, you know, we have to remember, too, the... Um, the eclipses from the last two years in Taurus and Scorpio, this is like the final send-off. If you, the Mars is translating every point of that of that eclipse cycle, um, and Mars was the ruler of the south node for that eclipse cycle. So that's about a dropping and a letting go. And so this eclipse translation has started, and it, we're in the middle of it, and it won't finish until Friday, November 24th. That's Thanksgiving weekend. So these next two weeks are extremely um Yes, they can be explosive, but we're going to talk about how we can handle these transformative energies. Yes, there can be a lot of purging. There can be a lot of intense emotions and passions that are stirred up and reaction and impulse, which are shadow Mars. Um, but anyway, we're going to look and see what is going on here and um, how we can best use these energies. So as we know, whenever it, it, it can have a lot of breakdowns we might have already seen that so you know i'm here to remind all of us including myself of course the greater the breakdown the greater the breakthrough and sometimes things have to end in a really 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 intense big way because what's coming is really 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 intense and fantastic right so it's like the volcano that purges the volcano of repressed emotions and things that just blows up and the lava burns everything in its path and that can be very scary you know you see destruction but the grass that grows and i have used this metaphor before so if you're new to the channel you're 
probably hearing it for the first time, but it's one of my favorite metaphors about Mars and I mean Scorpio energy. In that death is this incredible regeneration and the grass that grows on a volcanic hillside, go Google the pictures, it'll blow your mind. The green is this intense electric green and it's full of life because it has the most mineral soil on the planet. When that lava cools, it creates this rich soil for a new cycle to start again. So greater the breakdown, the greater the breakthrough. The thing about the features of this particular one, the most prominent feature is that it's in an opposition with Uranus in Taurus, right? Within a degree, that, that, that's in, it's already intense. And then you've got Uranus on the other side. Now that can produce a lot of very drastic actions and reactions, sudden chaotic things. Um, we we wanna be really careful there, you know, to use these energies wisely. And I'm gonna show you in the second half of this video how to affect that. But I would say there, as much as that can be very scary and upsetting, upsetting the apple cart, there's gold in them our hills. That we want to use this opposition with Uranus to its wisest to liberate us, not to create chaos and discomfort, but to create out of discomfort comes liberation. So um, this this week, as we get into this new moon, um, Mars is in a Kazemi. A Kazemi is an Arab word, it's from Kashmini, and the Arab word that, which means as if in the heart. So whenever a planet goes into a Kazemi, it is in, I say it's in the throne room of the sun. And that creates a, an a incredible purification and reset button. So every planet gets this opportunity, whether it's Mercury, Mars, Saturn, we, all of them get this opportunity. With Mars, it only happens every two years. Um, with this particular Mars in Scorpio, the last time Mars was Kazemi in Scorpio was two, uh, 15 years ago. So every two years, Mars will, will have a Kazemi, but it'll be in different zodiac signs. So it, it was, what, 2008 when this was last there. So we could look back and say, wow, you know, what have we accomplished there? And we could measure ourselves in that fashion. However, um, let's stay here present in the now, because the opposition with Uranus is saying, be here now, be here in your body, embody the transformation. This is what it's calling us to do. This is about facing our fears, going into the underworld, going and facing deep, deep truths about ourselves that have long been running us, subconscious patterns. This is an opportunity to the courage to be honest with ourselves, to do some really amazing shadow work, which you could say is the culmination of these two years of eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio. Since November of 2021 until last month, these eclipses, or actually the last Taurus-Scorpio eclipse was on the lunar one on October, what was it, October 28th, five degrees of Taurus. That was the final one. And these uh, Mars coming along to translate all these eclipse points is kind of like, you know, on the 4th of July, you, you go and you see the big fireworks, right? And it's all these beautiful, amazing, boom, 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 right? And then at the very end, at the very end, there is this send-off, right? Boom, 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 you know, and it's like those lights are flashing and I'm like, my, my poor pets, right? You know, like, give me rescue remedy and them. <laughs> but you're like, oh, you know, it, it's exciting and all, but it's also a little... <laughs> It's a bit much, but it's that final send-off, right? All those things going off at once. So we could say that 
it's kind of like what's been going on now since Mars has been in the sign of Scorpio for the last few weeks. And now it's coming into its finale. And the finale is this week of, and up until through Thanksgiving, believe it or not. So um, this new moon is giving us an enormous opportunity to regenerate and to purge old, stuck, stagnant ways of being. And Mars there be having the action to, to do that, uh, cutting off, the action to step forward not seeing the path ahead of us, just being in faith, right? It's the underworld. It's like, we know we have to change. We can't, maybe we won't see the outcome, but we want to plant seeds. So with the Kazemi, which is going to be, um, the Kazemi is in, uh, hap starts happening, really moves into it on Tuesday. And that is going to be going, uh, let's see my notes here. Hold on a second. Yeah, from this Tuesday to the following Tuesday, so that would be Sunday the 12th, Monday the 13th, Tuesday the 14th to Tuesday the 21st of November, that's the Kazemi window. It's very big because, you know, Mars moves slowly. So Mercury Kazemi, Mr. Speedy Gonzalez there, but Mars Kazemi, this is a magical window. This is a time they really want to take advantage of, because like I said, Mars only gets together with the sun every two years. And he hasn't been in Scorpio for 15 years. So this is a really great moment, a moment of reckoning. What is the coloring for this? Okay, he's standing in front of the sun. He's getting purified. What is being purified? Our subconscious ways of being. The shadow of Mars being about with Scorpio too, like vituperative, viper-like, revenge thinking, thinking of revenge and, and, and feeling the need to control and manipulate, emotionally manipulate and dominate, psychological, psych trips, mind trips, very, very Marsy in Scorpio shadow, right? The, the desire to control outcomes, I would say too, like energy vampire, right? Like where we are taking energy and holding it, fixation, right? Scorpio fixed sign. And we're not allowing it to let go of the control and let things flow through us. So we end up holding on, or we do that with others. We take and, and seize their energy because it, it, we feel a need to control. So all of these deep psychological processes, most of which are unconscious, now get the opportunity to be cleansed and seen, right? The light of the sun, the light is turned on and we get to see these processes. So by early Friday, um, the Mars will have its exact Kazemi, exact mathematically correct on Saturday, early Saturday morning, Eastern time. But you'll feel it from Tuesday through Saturday and then it'll finally leave the one degree margin on Tuesday, next Tuesday, right before Thanksgiving. So when, as it's doing that, it's going to make a trine with Neptune. So that the, the coloring of this is really, is wonderful. It's one of some of the things we might ask ourselves is that, you know, in terms of facing our fears with that, with that trine with Neptune in Pisces, it's like, we're asking, looking at our courage. Do we have the courage to be honest with ourselves? Can we let go of self-deceiving or self-fraud? Uh, fraud, like where have we not believed in ourselves? Where have we felt, where have we deceived ourselves as to who we truly are? Um, how can we let go and, and 
how can we be honest with ourselves about where we have been unconscious or manipulative or abusive with with others especially around subjects regarding scorpio subjects sex taboo subjects death sex taxes money other people's money you know these are all like the taboos of society you know you don't ask people about sex you don't ask them about money you don't ask them how much they make you don't think about death it's like the opposition with Uranus is like, no, think about death. This is a new value system coming on where we embrace these things. I think about too, in like India, when somebody dies in in, in Asia, they, they never lost that connection around death. They understood it in its entirety, in, in a context which we in the West have lost to so, so much so that in, in, in this country, it's actually illegal. You think about this. It's Scorpio season, we're gonna talk about death. It is illegal to see a dead body unless you're in a nursing home or, or you know, a, what do you call it, a funeral home, or you know, you've seen somebody pass away in a hospital. But that's it. It's it's very tightly controlled. It's at a wake, you know, the casket's open, you have a certain hours. It's like there's there's no freedom there. Whereas contrast India. It's a celebration. People are banging, banging drums and, and singing and chanting all night long in a funeral pyre. The body is carried through the street in, you know, with flowers and, and it's, it's, it's acknowledged and celebrated. And they have the burning ghats, which is the, the crematory fires down, say, by the Ganges, for example. And there's this outrageous um, outpouring of emotion and dancing and, and chanting. And, you know, it's a whole different dynamic. So my invitation is to really take on those that that have everything that we have shut away, whether it was our fear of death, fear of letting go, our sexual you know identification or just the deepest, darkest, most taboo subjects that we have, uh, the, the, the fear of support or being supported, I would say too, other people's money being supported by others. Who do we support? Who supports us? and the fear of letting go of that matrix of comfort. When you think about the new moon, the moon's in exile in, um, in uh, sorry, it is in exaltation in, in Taurus and it's in its uh, fall in, in um, Scorpio. So it's not a comfortable place for the moon to go into these deep, dark uh, subjects. It's There's no cush there typically, right? So it, the invitation with Uranus is to say, be here in your body, embrace and feel what you feel not an easier said than done but i'm so hang on i'm going to give you some remedies right now um so again you know planting this is the kazimi this is the week where we get to plant seeds of courage um around all of these subjects um being with death allowing it just just giving it space to just be giving ourselves space to just be giving up the control or the desire to control to check ourselves and go wait a minute you know oh look i'm controlling oh there i am again oh there I, you know so noticing that creating opening that space then mars is about action we open the space to take action so what are we taking action on well with the trine with neptune going on at around the same time that's an invitation to once we have purged and get present to our subconscious fears and patterns that have been running us once we see that we can reprogram we can drop that and 
take action. We are we it, the Uranus opposition. Uranus is, wants freedom, wants freedom for ourselves, wants enlightenment, wants self-realization. We want our future selves coming into our bodies now, our beautiful, radiant light bodies, our nervous system, right? Uranus rules the nervous system and the light body to be amped up and charged and, and having that be our new paradigm for living an embodied, an embodied transformed life. And so we open up to take action. <clears throat> we take action on what's Neptune and Pisces. What are our greatest hopes? wishes, dreams, especially around passion, like creative passions, right? This is the time, as I've said before, make great art. Saturn and Pisces, make great art. I would also say too with Mars, where we take the destructive side of Mars, the impulsiveness, rashness, and destructive side, and we're in Scorpio, where it could be psychologically manipulative, right? And we, we, we can transform those habits and um, you know uh, tendencies into something constructive rather than destructive. So, what was that line in the Bible that beat your swords into plowshares? You know, so take the destructive aspects and create newly that those that same steel that can cut and kill somebody. You could you could make something constructive with it. You can use it and reprogram it into something that gives rather than takes. So yes, being with the unknown, um, the seeds we plant now are gonna really bear fruit because Mars is still, it'll be Kazemi and, and it'll be under the, um, it'll, it'll become Kazemi and it will be under, in the throne room of the sun and then it leaves the palace room, right? And it goes out having been reprogrammed. Still can't see Mars in the sky. It's gonna take about mm, seven weeks before we'll see Mars. So. Don't worry if the seeds you're planting now don't you don't see fruit. Let it come out from under the the beams of the sun, and it's going to take time. But the seeds we do, the work we do in this regard, seizing that opportunity with the Uranus opposition, the seeds will get seen. Just be patient, right? Mars is like, I don't want to be patient. No, you got to be patient. Uranus is like dude, you got to be patient because I'm opposing you, and you have no choice. <laughs> so. Um, but getting seen, you know, the seeds you plant now will be seen, you'll get seen, um, be supported, you'll have strength, there'll be a sense of achievement come early January, around January 6th or 7th, when Mars actually achieves phases, he comes out from under the beams. So everything you do now will really be seen in the world come January. There is a boost um, to Pluto on Tuesday when it comes into a... a um, sextile so it's a gentle and a helpful angle so i say i say this because another benefit of this is that we get to dismantle dysfunctional family dynamics that have been look under the hood it's one of my things for that you know admonitions for this particular look under the hood family dynamics the opportunity to heal trauma uranus is very much about um, unhealed and especially in taurus unhealed trauma in the physical body where things have been locked up in with our senses trauma you know with, with venus taurus is about the senses so unlocking this to provide freedom and regenerating and rebuilding our bodies 
this is all perfect, right? Because we got Thanksgiving coming up. So you could either have a miserable Thanksgiving where you're vindictive and emotionally manipulative with your friends and family and loved ones, or what's behind curtain number two, um, you could <laughs> go get a little scared and face fears and come to the other side of that. So which way would you like to have your Thanksgiving? It's your choice. Mars is going to be at the anoretic final degree of Scorpio for Thanksgiving. Ah. So in its domicile at the strongest degree, you talk about full bore. So just think of what that could do. That could create such constructive energy. Mars at the final degree before he goes into Sag, go for it. That's that's all I have to say. Or um, what's it? Kate Bornstein, famous transgender activist. She used to say, if you know what you're doing, don't do it. I love that one. Talk about letting go of control. So being with the unknown and using that as fodder to create something that will just blow your mind, like the things that we don't see. That's that's the whole, the cool thing about Uranus energy. Unknown doesn't, you know, some benefit occurs from doing that shadow work that we don't see and we can't see, but it just shows up in our space and it transforms our life. I'm in, I don't know about you, but I'm in. All right, so transformational Thanksgiving. Yes, very, very possible. Um, okay, so now I'm going to get into the uh, various um, tactile things, things, real practical tips of how, what we can do with this, how to use this energy. Before I do, just to say I am open for private sessions, a single extended play, um, also packages for transformational coaching, life coaching blended with astrology. I'm also now going to be doing some new programs coming on board, working with businesses in 2024. Very excited to be sharing that with you. If you haven't joined my email list, please do. Got all kinds of fun stuff and insights and sales and just fun things going on so if you haven't already make sure you go to the website starsoundastrology.com and you can sign up there i've got the retreat coming up with katarina mazar this sunday i'm really excited looking forward to that chose this day because we knew it was going to be intense but hey you know we we, we like to lean into that stuff anyway so uh Lean, yeah, lean into the breakdown because they're, like I said, there are gold and then them thar hills. There is gold. So focus on the gold. Focus on that. This is what is going to get us through this month and move us through. Not, we're not surviving. We're thriving, right? That's the opportunity here. So anyway, we have new programs coming, new retreats. So if you are in um, desiring a session or any kind of thing like that, feel free to check me out, look me up and on we go. All right. So the full moon is going to be November 27th. And that is going to be the completion of this journey into an underworld. We'll, we'll see, we'll be able to finalize and the, the work that we do will be coming to fruition with the full moon in Gemini. That'll be another story for another time, the podcast of what to look for and how to work with that. So I will finish this podcast by saying that here are the remedies. These are the ones that I felt sat with in meditation and received um, on a very, we'll start with the most obvious, very practical thing here. It sounds like nothing, but it's big. All right, drive safe. Anytime you have Mars in an opposition, conjunction, or square to Uranus, it can be accident prone. So look under the hood, right? Do your shadow work. Why do I say that? 
accidents typically occur because it's energy that we have suppressed that we haven't looked at. So we wanna make sure that that's not gonna happen. You know, we do our very best consciously. I always bring in Archangel Michael protection, protective light when I get behind the wheel of the car and I just program myself for that, say some mantras like that. And on top of that, just to be extra aware and mindful on the road. Um, but like I said, when we do our shadow work, then it will assist us in this manner. So the suppressed, the accidents, like I said, typically come from energy that's not that's not being addressed and looked at, and therefore the universe manifests it as this quote accident. It forces us. It, it's a wake up call to have us look at things. All right, so that's number one, right? Look, look under the hood, meaning of our lives. Do that shadow work. Um, two, EFT, emotional freedom technique, EFT tapping, you know, where you're like tapping on parts, um, where is it, side, I can't remember now, mm. oh, yeah, so, uh, sides of the, of the um, certain acupuncture places on the body, and that will re relieve and open up and untie the knots in our neural pathways. In India, they call it samskaras, which are like knots in our being where we have blocked energy and EFT emotional freedom technique is a, an incredible miraculous technique maybe some of you've heard of it maybe you haven't but it's a good reminder this is a really powerful dynamic way to have quantum healing of even the most long-standing traumas I have used it many many times the death of my mother my best friend uh, my kitties passing away and it just enormous amount of freedom that comes from relieving these neural pathways. So I would definitely recommend that. And the one I'm really deep into right now is dragon breath, breath work, conscious breath work, conscious breathing. If you have a nose, you can do this. Okay, it's free. There's nothing to buy. <laughs> if you don't have a nose, it's okay. Breathe anyway. I mean, you can be Lord Voldemort. You know, you had that like nose cut off. Anyway, so <laughs> breathe, just breathe. Before we react, just breathe. Overcoming reactivity, it, it literally psychologically, physiologically translates and, and transmutes the, the reactive nature of the mind. Um, so yes, dragon breath. I was doing deeper rounds of this yesterday and then I decided I get, I'm getting on a roll and I did it again this time. And the... I tell you, when you do it further than your typical level, you you get pat, you go into a different zone, and it's like it's like this great high, you know, without drugs. It's just what did Ramdas say? The breath will take you home. Yeah, he was right. You don't need drugs. You just need to breathe. <laughs> Seriously. Ah, and what a difference if you've ever done pranayama and you're familiar with it you know um but i'm here to just remind you if you've fallen away from it that's okay no judgment you know but i have to say when i did that i had to um i've had to deal with some sensitive issues there's some some stuff going on with my business that i have to attend to and things that were getting me I could see that would potentially get me in fear or reaction. And I did these three rounds yesterday and it was like, oh my God, I could not believe the difference. And so when I went to this difficult situation, I had to read and do some research and read emails and things. I was in this like higher, calmer place. It's kind of like Teflon, like the, the anxiety did not, it just rolled off. So my invitation is get radiant, you know, do that work.
uh, number four, five, six. There's three more. Okay, number four, Kali Ma. Kali Ma is the Hindu deity, and she represents the aspect of Divine Mother that is all about purging the ego, uh, approaching and delving into our shadow self so we can purge. And so you often see her, she's very fierce looking. Most depictions of Kali Ma, she's just scary. She's like, she got her tongue out. She's like out, she's like out for blood. And you see her with these severed heads and they're all men. I, I'm sorry, I don't know, ask her. I don't know why it's just the male ego. Akar Tolle said it's more prevalent in men. Nothing wrong, just, just saying. But really, any it's our ego that she is slaying. So she's slaying the ego to liberate us. So if that's your, floats your boat, you know, great. If not, I don't know, find somebody else. <laughs> but Kali Ma, very powerful. Kali Ma, Kali Durga, beautiful mantras. Jayutal, Deva Pramal. Those are two of my favorite Kirtan artists. Beautiful mantras. You can Google them. Um, all Any and all Kali Ma mantras will be very, call her in. Now, don't, this is not candy ass. When you call in Kali Ma, you had better be ready. You had better be ready to let it go. You can't do, yeah, I want to let go of my stuff. It's like, no, dude, like she's going to show up and you you have better be ready. <laughs> but it works. Anyway, um, really, here's a tip too. Mars is day because Kali Ma is like the female Mars. Mars is the ruler of this lunation. So uh, Kali Ma, Moon and Scorpio, it's perfect. Uh, Mars is day. Mardi is Tuesday. So you could even... You know, if you really wanted to get exact about it, um, astrological magic, Mars is day. So you could call her in and do a special puja offering or special incantations and do it every day. But certainly on Mars's day, in Mars's hour, you can look it up on, what's it called? Planetaryhours.net. And you can find out exactly where in your time zone in town, where the particular hour of the day is Mars. It'll happen twice a day will it'll, it'll go through so you could even pinpoint it to that to mars's day mars's hour um nettles nettles tea i i drink nettles tea almost all the time it's wonderful it has it's correlates with mars energy so that could mitigate a lot of this difficulty or potential difficulty or intensity of this of this um new moon uh anything regarding sweat um purification like sweat lodges I think it have saunas or steam baths because it's a water sign. <laughs> um, or, or, you know, even like an Epsom salt bath if you don't have access to, say, a sweat lodge or a sauna. Things, practices that go in deep and detox. And the last I would say is with the opposition with Uranus in Taurus, get rid of your stuff. <laughs> Just urge to purge. That will liberate you. Things that you need to clean your closets, your house, you know, possessions, all these things that we have been stuck holding on to because we thought we were being comfortable. This is our opportunity to drop that. So, and how great you will feel. I promise you, I've done this work and um, it's amazing when we overcome our fears and move into that, that place. So ah, anyway, that's all I got for you. I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, please do like, share, subscribe, share it with your friends. If you found it useful, always grateful. Uh, love uh, hearing from all of you, of course. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Oh, by the way, I do have SJ's interview. It will be probably the next one up. And um, it's, a, it's a deep dive. You're going to love it. Yay. Mwah. Love you, SJ. You're awesome. All right. That's all for now. Early on a Samsara, Star Sound Speaks. 
starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Namaste.